سلام على عباده الذين اصطفى صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فقد قال تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إنما المؤمنون الذين إذا ذكر الله وجلت قلوبهم وإذا تليت عليهم آياته زادتهم إيمانا وعلى ربهم يتوكلون وقال تعالى اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Respected elders and brothers, approximately 1434 years ago, Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was in the plains of Arafat around the time of Asr, 
Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was on his camel, on his conveyance, when the wahi and revelation had come down, and the weight of the revelation actually caused the camel to sit down, wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had revealed the verses, Al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum, wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati, wa raditu lakum al-islam adina. That today I have perfected your deen for you, and I have completed upon you my ni'mat and my favor, and I have chosen Islam as a deen for you. This was a very great glad tidings to this ummah, that the deen of Islam is perfect, the deen of Islam is complete. We find Islam is a very, very comprehensive deen. It covers every facet of our lives. In reality, Islam has got within it the solution to the problems of the world. The entire world, people are looking for solutions. People are looking for ways to solve their problems. And whatever methods they are using ultimately is proving to be unsuccessful and sometimes the methods that they are using to solve their problems is taking them more deep into problems they outwardly seem to be solving one problem but another 10 problems are arising but islam is that religion which has got the solution to the problems of the entire world whatever you're looking for whatever teachings you're looking for whatever guidelines you're looking for it is there within the Quran, it is there within the Ahadith of Rasulullah We are fortunate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed us with this comprehensive and beautiful deen without any application. Sahaba radiallahu anhum, they got Islam, they got Iman, but with a lot of sacrifice. They had to sacrifice a lot. They had to leave their hometowns. They had to leave their families. They had to be persecuted with all odds against them. They still remained firm and they kept Islam firm in their hearts. And that is why Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, they valued Islam. They valued the Iman. They were not prepared to compromise. They were not prepared under any circumstances to forego Iman, to forego Islam. The superpowers of that time, the Persian Empire, the Roman Empire, they could not intimidate the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala. They could not influence them. They understood that we have got this deen and this deen is everything. This deen has got everything within it. So we just got to hold firm to this deen. If we hold firm to this deen, we are successful. There is no power that can drop us down. There is no one that can shake us. There's no one that can intimidate us. There is no one that can frighten us. But we have to hold firm to the deen. We cannot be influenced by their ways, by their mannerisms, by their customs, by their mindset. That is, they will keep their ways. And we have got our way. We have got Rasulullah We have got the teaching of Rasulullah But unfortunately now, because we have got this Islam without any effort, without any difficulty, for free we got it. So we are prepared to forego the deen. We are prepared to sacrifice the deen. Like ulama give one small anecdote to explain this. One person in the inheritance, he had received a very expensive Kashmiri shawl. You know those Kashmiri shawls, 
with a very fine material that thing could run into thousands of rands, one one shawl. That is how expensive it is. But this person received it in inheritance. So one day his cheap sandals is dirty. He takes a shawl and he starts wiping it. So someone asks him, is there something wrong with you? Perhaps you've gone crazy or something. Such an expensive shawl, you're taking it and you're wiping the sandals. So he said, see the sandals I bought with my heart sweat and the shawl came for free. I just got it in inheritance. So sometimes when you get something for free, you don't appreciate it. You don't value it because it came for free. So unfortunately, that is our condition. As the poet says, نُرَقِّعُ dunyana bitamziki dinina." We patch up our dunya by tearing up our deen. We tear our deen up to patch up our dunya. And then he says, فَلَا يَبَقَى دُنْيَانَا وَلَا مَا نُرَقْعُهُ فَلَا يَبَقَى دِينُنَا وَلَا مَا نُرَقْعُهُ So then our deen also doesn't remain. Because you tore your deen up. And what you are patching also, your dunya also doesn't remain. So respected friends, this is a reality. We need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We can never make sufficient shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah has blessed us with this beautiful deen. Every day, we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to make shukr, read two rakats namaz, and make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserves and protects this deen. When will you see the true value of this deen? The true value of this deen you will see, not now. You will see it when your eyes closes, when you leave the dunya. But that time it's too late. It's too late. You know, you have to do what you have to do while you're here in this world. If you're going to wait for the time that Malakul Maut is knocking at your door, then it is too late. Then you've seen the reality. Things have dawned over you. But what can you do now? Time is over. Allah Ta'ala gave you this lifespan. Whatever that lifespan be, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, every person came to this dunya with a lifespan. You can't stay here for longer than that lifespan and you can't go before that time is up. Very important for you to understand this because people when they start getting excited, often it is because they don't believe in this concept of takdir. But this takdir is such an important concept. You will have to leave at your prescribed time, whoever you are. Wherever you are, you cannot hide anywhere. So when that time comes and you need to leave the world, that is when you will realize what was the value of that one Subhanallah. What was the value of that one Alhamdulillah? What was the value of that Tilawat of the Quran Sharif? Now a person starts scratching his head and he starts thinking to himself, what have I done? How did I waste my life? How my life was just passed like that? Hours and hours, I kill time. You know, you hear people saying, we kill time. Time has become such a cheap thing. Whereas the most expensive commodity that you have got is time. Time is the most valuable thing. You cannot attach any amount of money to time. There was one miser. Whole life, he was mising and just hoarding his money. Thinking one day, I will retire. And one day I will enjoy my life. A lot of people think like this. Eventually, he decided now he's going to retire. And now he's going to enjoy his life. And he's got properties. And you know, he can relax now. And there he just decided this year. And shortly after that, Malakul Mot comes knocking at the door. Who's there? Malakul Mot. 
Can't you take your life away now? Time is up. Now the head is thinking, I never enjoyed my life, all this money, I just, you know, was hoarding it and saving it and not fulfilling the responsibilities that I needed to fulfill. So he tries to do a deal with Malakul Maut. So he told Malakul Maut, I'll give you 100,000, you know, maybe he had 300,000 or something, silver coins or gold coins. A lot of money that day. And even now, I mean, if someone got 300,000 Kruger coins, a lot of money he's got. So I'll give you 100,000, but give me three days. I'll give you 100,000, you give me three days extra. He's thinking now, he can bribe Malakul Maut, all your bribery and all your tricks. Only work in this dunya, remember. When your eyes closes, your tricks all come to an end. If you're fooling someone, remember you're only fooling yourself. You're not fooling anyone else. If you're robbing someone, you're robbing yourself. Because on the day of Qiyamah, you're going to have to pay that man back. How are you going to pay him back? You're going to pay him back with your amal, with your good deeds. Bring all your hajj and come. Bring your umrah and come. Bring your accepted namazes. Bring your rosas. Bring your sadaqah. Bring all your good deeds. You're going to have to pay back. You're not getting away anywhere. In this world, you can fool yourself. You can deceive yourself. You can do some crookery. You can bribe your way. You can pay off the authorities. You can, you know, buy the judge out. You can do all these tricks. But that's only in this world. So you are fooling yourself in reality because it's just a matter of time when you have to leave this world. So anyway, we're going back to our incident where this man is trying to bribe Malakul Maut. He thinks he got a traffic cop or someone that he can bribe. Malakul Maut told him, Bye. I got no interest in your money. I have come here to take your life away. He says, okay, I'll give you all 300,000. Just give me one more day. He says, no, that too you won't get. So he says, okay, just give me a few seconds to write a message, a message to people. I've learned the lesson. You know, sometimes in life, you have to learn the lesson the hard way. But this man, although he was a miser, but he left behind a very, very important lesson provided someone wants to take heed to the lesson. So he did not have ink, so he cut himself and he took his blood and he wrote there that, oh man, value your time. Today with all the money in the world, I couldn't just buy one day also. Even one day I wanted to buy, I couldn't buy that one day. And what are we doing? We are killing the time. We are throwing the time away. Full-time job doing nothing, sitting with the cell phone social media wasting time brothers this time is valuable it is very very valuable this is the time for you to make up for the akhirat imagine on the day of kiamat just picture the situation when people are coming until now alhamdulillah you get people who read one quran sharif every day there are people who read every day one quran sharif i've seen people even who read two i don't know whether there's only ramadan or it's all the time but in ramadan i've seen people who read two quran sharifs so you're going to get someone coming with, you know, piles and piles of tilawat. Someone is coming with so much of Darud Sharif. Someone is making 100,000 Darud Sharif, 50,000 Darud Sharif, 5,000 Darud Sharif. On the day of Qiyamah, he's coming with that. Someone gave his life in the path of Allah. Someone gave his life in jihad. Someone sacrificed his life for Allah, for the deen of Allah. And these people are going to be presenting their deeds before Allah. What are we to show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah ta'ala will ask you, I gave you such a long life. 50 years, 60 years, 70, what did you do? 
What are you going to tell Allah Ta'ala? I was busy, you know, making money. I was busy parading the malls. I was busy going on holidays and vacations. Allah Ta'ala, I was busy with my cell phone. What are you going to tell Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? When Allah created you for a purpose and He outlined the purpose in the Quran, it's clear. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah Ta'ala says, I did not create jinnat and insan except to worship me. Allah created you for His ibadat, to praise Him, to recognize Him, to love Him, to serve Him, to serve His deen. Allah created you for a purpose. How many people even understand that that is the purpose of life? Allah Ta'ala never created us to make money. Yes, you can make money by the way. That's a secondary thing by the way, within the confines of Shariat. Allah Ta'ala never created you for romance. Allah Ta'ala never created you for entertainment. Do you think Allah Ta'ala created you only for entertainment? No, Allah created you for ibadat. Have you understood the purpose of your life? How much of time do you spend in ibadat? Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would read such lengthy rakats of tahajjud at night that the feet of Rasulullah began to swell. Imagine the Mubarak feet of Rasulullah are swelling because of the lengthy rakats of tahajjud he is reading at night. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she told Rasulullah, O Nabi of Allah, why do you have to exert yourself so much? Allah Ta'ala has already promised you even those small errors and mistakes that you would have probably made as you know not sins but certain miscalculations that too Allah Ta'ala has already forgiven it Allah Ta'ala has wiped all that off why do you have to exert yourself so much what did Rasulullah say he said Afala akunu abdan shakura. should I not be a grateful servant to Allah when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so kind to me, Allah blessed me with so many narrowed, so many favors. Should I not make the shukr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That's Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That is Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Those are pious people. You get some awliya, 50 years, 60 years, they never missed one tajud. And what is our condition? We can't even come for fajr namaz. That is our condition. We can't make it to the masjid for fajr namaz. How is the help of Allah Ta'ala going to come down? Because we have not understood the purpose of our lives. We have mixed up our priorities. The worldly life, this glitter and glamour of this world has blown us away. It has deceived us. We have become deceived by the glamour of this world. And we thought that this is the be all and end all. We thought success is in having a lot of money, in having a good job, in having that is just for this world. That's just very, very short-lived. Before you know it, as I'm telling you, that life will go so fast. Before you know it, Malakul Maut will be knocking at your door. Then the reality will open up before you. Then the reality will dawn before you. Then you will understand, this was a dream that I'm seeing. And a lot of pious people, Hassan Basri Rahmatullahi, you know, he resembled the dunya to a dream. Ahlamu no min. This is like a dream. You know, a person is seeing a dream. He sees the dream in the night. He became the king of Saudi Arabia. In the morning, he relates the dream to his wife. You know, I saw a wife, you know, you just dreaming. Carry on dreaming. You're still the same person who you were. You're still continuing with your life. You're not anywhere near that. 
So this dunya is a dream. It is a dream. It's just that it's a long dream. It's a dream you've seen for 60, 70 years. You've seen your car, you've seen your house, you've seen your family, you've seen your business, you've seen all your achievements, and you're blown away, you carried away. You think to yourself, hey, I made it in life. I am success. No, not necessarily. That you will have to say when? At the time when you're about to leave this dunya. That is why there was one buzurk, and one person should mock at him. Allah protect, you know, people mock at deen, but it's very dangerous. Remember one thing, don't ever make a mockery of deen. Even if for some reason you cannot follow deen completely, don't ever mock at deen. You know, people mock at the beard. People mock at women wearing parda and wearing cloaks. Don't ever do that. That is very dangerous. You can lose your iman like that. Because who are you mocking at? All the Anbiya had beards. Are you mocking at the Anbiya? Are you mocking at the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If you're going to mock at the Anbiya, you're going to mock, you are in serious problems. That means you are mocking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this person, this was a saint. So the person who used to mock at him, maybe he was a Hindu or whatever it was. He told him, is your beard better or the beard of my goat? So he never should reply to him. I think he would tell him that, see, if I die with Iman, then I'm better. But if I die without Iman, then the goat is better. And that is a reality. Because if you die with Iman, Alhamdulillah, whatever your life was, however you lived, but you died with Iman, that's what matters. So it so happened that Allah Ta'ala allows certain miracles to happen. So this Buzur, just before he passed away, he made a bequest. And he said, when you're taking my janazah, then take me past that, that person's shop. You know, this person who used to mock at me, just take me past his shop. So they didn't know now what is happening. So they took him. Then miraculously, Allah Ta'ala made it such that he came alive for a few seconds. And he looked at the person and he said, now today, Alhamdulillah, I can say that my beard is better than the beard of your goat. Although you are mocking at me, but today because I died with Iman, remember dying with Iman, is the most important thing. Constantly make dua to Allah. After every namaz, make dua to Allah. If you're waking up at the time of Dajjud, or the big nights, the auspicious days, we are going through auspicious days. The Takbir al-Tashriq, Iyam al-Tashriq is still Mubarak days. Make dua to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala take us away from this dunya with perfect Iman. Us, our children, our grandchildren, there is a concerted effort being made now to snatch that Iman away. There is a concerted effort. This is no conspiracy theory. This is a reality. While we are planning futile activities, while we are planning our holidays and our vacations, there are agencies in this world who are planning how to rob us of our morals, how to take away the values from our children, the Iman from our children. All this LGBTQ, all these different things you're seeing. This is not a coincidence. These are well-planned things. Remember, there's subliminal messages. They put it in the education system. Now the children are being taught in the education system. There's not only two genders. There are more than two genders. We all this time, we only knew there are two genders. You know, there were two genders and yes, there are multiple mental illnesses. There are multiple mental disorders. 
50 years ago, what was declared as a mental disorder. A man was a madman. Now in this day and time, that same man has become the hero of the time. Now you got to salute him. You got to take out your hat for him. And if you don't do that, then you are regarded to be, you know, someone that is orthodox or someone that is old fashioned. So this is, they've got it. Children are being taught in the schools that there's not two genders. There are many more genders. And you are free to choose which gender you want to be. And not only a gender, but even if you want to change your species, you're talking about trans species. Allah created insan. Ashraful makhluqat. The best of Allah's creation. Everything created for insan. Now that person says, no, I'm not happy. I want to be a wolf also, you know. I want to be a wolf. I'm not happy being, I don't identify with human beings now. I identify with wolves. Someone wants to become a cat. Someone wants to become a dog. And I don't know, the list just continues. I heard someone even became a wolf recently. So this just carries on. Every day a different crazy person comes up and he wants to become something. And all these crazy people now have to be saluted in the world. That you know what, they are very brave people because they do what they want to do. Crazy people have become brave people, unfortunately. So this dunya, remember, is taking a different turn. It's going in a different direction. And this is not something that is coincidental. This is something that is well planned, has been planned long ago, and was always there in the system. But just that we were blinded, we could not see subliminal messages in the education system, in the entertainment system, in the cartoons, in the media, in the advertisements, everywhere, subliminal messages. It is a reality. It is proven. If someone wants more details on this, you can meet me afterwards. I can explain to you and show you proof for it. But the reality of the situation is respected friends, we need to protect our Iman. And we need to protect the Iman of our children, our progenies. So we need to make a lot of dua and we need to make a concerted effort. And as I mentioned, this is a beautiful deen. It is a very great ni'mat and favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is a perfect deen. It has got the solution to all your problems. Let us come back to the deen. Let us come back to the masjid. Let us come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless us with the good fortune of this world and the year after. May Allah grant us the true understanding. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, Ashhadu an la Muhammad Rasulullah Allahu Akbar, Allahu 
الكبير المتعال بالبطش الشديد والقوة والجلال له العزة وحده والكمال متفضل على عباده بالعطاء والنوال له الخلق والأمر وإليه المرجع والمآل أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ولا مثال وأشهد أن محمدًا عبد الله ورسوله كريم السجايا علي الخصال قال فصدق حين قال وفعل فكان فعله خير مثال فصلوات الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه والآل ومن سار على طريقه واتبع هداه في كل حين وحال وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد فيا إخوتنا في التوحيد اعلموا أن شأن المؤمن أن يلزم التقوى ويؤثر الآخرة الباقية على هذه الدنيا الفانية فيترك ما يتركه ابتغاء رضوان الله ورغبة في أن يعوضه الله ما هو جل منه فقد قالت فقد قال تبارك وتعالى في كتاب المحكم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال تعالى اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق الله حيثما كنت أخيرا أقول لكم إلزموا هدي نبيكم واتبعوا سنة رسولكم صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تهنوا ولا تحزنوا وأنتم الأعلون إن كنتم مؤمنين حمدا لبارئ الأنام ثم الصلاة والسلام ما ناح في دوح حمام على الرسول العربي وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تلا من حزبه سبيله في حبه على ممر الحكب وبعد فقد قال تبارك وتعالى في محكم تنزيله إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا مولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأشهدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأصدقهم حياء عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وأقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها الحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس ولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبه الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم مرضا من بعدي من أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم أيد الإسلام وأنصاره وأذل الشرك وأشراره اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى من الفعل والقول والنية والهدى إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم اجعل البلد آمنا مطمئنا سخاء رخاء وسائر بلاد المسلمين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون قال الله تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون لا إله إلا الله أحمد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قومت الصلاة قد قومت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين 
سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الله أكبر اللهم أنت السلام منك السلام تباركت يا ذا الجلال والإكرام ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم توفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا توفنا مسلمين وألحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين